Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, baseball's and boring's favorite pitching coach. <laughs> um, how are you? you? Feeling good heading into the postseason? Feeling good, definitely. Yeah. yeah, you know, trying to you know line some things up here over the next four games. You know, to prepare ourselves for Tuesday. Um, if by chance we're not capable of running down Baltimore and winning the next four and, and, and backing in on that end of it, but yeah, I think I think where our guys are um, is, is where you hope that they would be, you know, just ready, primed, you know, firing on all cylinders, getting ready to play the most meaningful games of the year. When we talked last time, we had a great conversation about a lot of different things. One of them, I think, was preparing for this moment and sort of learning from things that have happened before and adjusting. I don't know if you can say, but what are some of the things that you sort of learned and and adjusted heading into this postseason? So, um, I, I think one of the things that you know, and, and Kevin and I will talk about this too, like a lot, is is making sure that some of the younger players that might not have experienced this get to get to experience games that actually mean something. All right, and I don't want to overuse the word meaningful games, but like you know, October's different. You know, I mean, you went from 2020 when we were able to make the World Series, but you didn't have fans, you didn't have that added dynamic, right? But preparing. You know, a lot of these guys that, you know, we're going to count on and, 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 and are going to have a lot to do with the success that we have in October to get them into those environments uh, so they can kind of feel that and, and, and know what that's like to, to manage themselves and um, and just take it from there. But outside of that, you know, I, it's just making sure you're giving them the best opportunity to be at full strength when it matters most. It's easier, I would imagine it's easier said than done because, like you said, it's like, okay, what you did in the regular season worked. But now, and you guys a couple years ago came into Fenway, it's nutty, right? Yep. And 
Well, no, no, just stick with what you're doing. It works. Right. But then you're like, I have to do better because this is a postseason. Right. I mean, the, the environment changes. There's nothing that we can do about that. Yeah. The best we can do is understand that and, and do our best to prepare the player for it. Right. You know, but um, it, it, there's nuance to kind of how you approach each guy and. And, and what you feel like their their limitations may be, or if this guy is probably going to be capable of this because, you know, he's got the, the low heart rate. He, you know, he, he believes in who he is, and, and, and he thrives in, in, in situations like this, right? You know, trying to figure out who those guys are for those big moments. But um, just feel really fortunate to be back in a position where, you know, where we got a chance to play postseason baseball for a fifth consecutive year, and, you know, and honored to be part of the club. I'm so I'm glad to talk with you for multiple reasons, but also because you can relate to like I was just talking to Zach Eflin, and when I mentioned Josh Beck and John last year, he has no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> right? right? Mm-hmm. But my, my point was like I love the guy or the guys who say get on my back. I'm making a run through the postseason and right. starting switching, Right? You witnessed it. Oh yeah, sure, firsthand. Yep. <laughs> I mean it's it is. Like, holy mackerel, it seems like these guys just get in the zone. And, and not only Bumgarner was that way. Yep. And, um, what did, is there anything, first of all, like, how awesome as a pitching coach would that be, number one? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, I, it's, I, I've been fortunate to be around a lot of those guys, both as a coach and, and what was the, a What was the most impressive, what was the thing that, what was the one that you're like, I can't believe this is happening? He's that dominant. Charlie Morton in the postseason for us couple of years was was just I mean he was as advertised right I mean just just the big moment never got too big for him um, he pitched a wild card game in Oakland I don't even know what the attendance was in 19 for that wild card game but it was just a single wild card game at the time there might have been 70,000 fans in there it might have it could be one of the louder games I've really ever been a part of yes in Oakland Coliseum um, and to see him go out there and do what he did, he was carrying 97 after the biggest workload of his his regular season career, <laughs> yeah. you know. And uh, there's a lot of that in Zach Eflin too, though, you know. That's, and, well, that's what I was getting in with him. The, like, there's yeah. a, there's a lot of that in him. Um, you know, he levels the mountains and the valleys as well as anybody that I've been around. But he's about as quietly competitive as anybody as I've been around as well. There are some similarities, in my opinion, between him and Charlie. Um, and I look forward to seeing, you know, uh, Zach in a starting role in the postseason. Yeah, you um, mentioned that, too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good that he sort of got integrated a little bit, you know. That's right. Oh, and he, and he, and he played in a tough environment yeah. for, for the first six years of his career, right? Yeah. Where expectations are rather lofty in Philly, and you know, but he got a chance to, you know, to get to the World Series in a different role. But now he's in the role that, you know, I think he would prefer. And um, we, we certainly... Uh, you know, pursued him in, and, and he's had a fantastic regular season. Just looking forward to seeing what another month will bring for him. Did you see it coming with Charlie? I mean, you, I, I don't know, like, for, you know, going back when teams that I was around with you, you know, the Beckett and the last yep. years, and maybe you saw it coming. But I, I saw it coming with Charlie only because he had some similar success at already with, with Houston. So to see it when Charlie came in in 19 and 20, it was, I don't want to say it was expected, but that was essentially part of the reason we were acquiring. Right. Right. And the influence that he has on other younger, impressionable players that maybe have not been there yet. You know, just the way that he goes about his business. I mean, you hear a lot of these pitchers talk about, um, you know, the way Zach goes about his business. 
you know, the way he handles himself on the mound. You know, Taj Bradley, one of our younger starters, um, you know, just is really impressed with just kind of how he carries himself and how he handles himself between the lines from pitch to pitch, not getting too emotional on things. And, you know, those are the types of calm, confident, you know, stars that, you know, that you do get on the back of, right, at the yeah. end of the day and, and, and let them take you to the promised land. How, like, obviously it's important, but how important is it? Like, we look at, we can go through the World Series winners, and usually almost all of them have that guy. Right. And there's some World Series participants who don't have that guy. Sure. Right? So, to find that guy, and maybe it won't even be, I mean, sometimes it comes out of nowhere, right? Right. But how important it is to, to find that guy from your perspective? Because it's not only not only performance, it's innings, protecting the bullpen, all yep. of that, right? Well, and it's also the, the feeling in the dugout that can be palpable about the expectation to win. You know a guy's going out there, oh, yeah. and there's and you feel it, all right? If you're a player, if you're staff, if you're behind him in the field, it doesn't matter if you're out in the bullpen and you're one of the, you know, the bullpen guys, like... You come to the field that day knowing you got a really sh- good shot at winning. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and those are the types of things I think might get missed at times, you know, but that feeling is literally in here and you can, I mean, it is, you feel, you can touch it. And, and I think those are the things that really kind of stand out and how powerful something like that can be. For a pitching coach, that must be good because you don't have to bob and weave your way exactly through a game. Right. You can bob your weaving way through other guys. Sure. But you're like, okay, go get them, right? That's it, right. I mean, it's just pure encouragement. You get involved when it's necessary, but for the most part, I'm going to get out of his way, let him go do his thing, um, and really enjoy the whole process. When you played, who was the guy? What was your... I mean, shoot... Um, what, what, what Josh Beckett did in 2007 in October, I, I, I just, I think just about everything else that I've witnessed or been a part of probably pales in comparison. So, you know, so when you were saying that about you know that guy, remember game down 3 1 in Cleveland. Yeah. Right? Down 3 1 in Cleveland, uh, you know, Manny says it's not the end of the world if we lose. Ortiz gives the speed. Yep. Um, but in CC Sabathia, the guy who's going to win the Cy Young that year, is pitching. It's crazy. You're down three one. You're facing CC Sabathia, and Beckett. I, it, I, that's the thing that probably like when you got when you went to that game, we're like okay, like we can have all this stuff, but Beckett's Beckett. Yep. You know, and he had already made that run up through there, and it's not only that he had been pitching well, but to your point. It's the mentality of it, too, right? That's right. It's the mentality. It's the belief system that everybody has that's involved. And he knew it. He might have even had said it. But if we, we won that game, we were coming here, and we knew we were going to take it. Right. Oh, when, when that game in Cleveland's done, you won the next two games. And I, I think everybody was very well aware of that. And probably nobody more than Josh. But at the end of the day... What he did to get us back here, you know, won us that World Series. And his girlfriend sang the, or ex-girlfriend sang the National Anthem. Yeah. I mean, that was the ultimate test. Yeah, that was. <laughs> nice. Uh, that was, <laughs> it was an impressive move on Cleveland's part, but I don't think it worked. No, it didn't work. You listen, when, when, you, when that doesn't work, you might If anything, you fueled him a little, I think, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. so. Uh, so, from, as a, as a, having gone through this as a pitching coach, what have you learned? What, what have you learned in terms of coaching through because it's, you know, I would imagine it's different, you know. But coaching through a postseason run—that um, I have a lot to learn yet. 
<laughs> I'll say that. Um, these games and certainly the gravity of them, you know, uh, it, it, it's as fun. It's, it's it's the most fun you can have as a staff member when you're able to, to get to the point where you're playing games that that could potentially lead you to a world championship. But um, I got a lot more to learn on certain things. But I think a lot of the things that we've done over the last five years to better prepare us, you know, I think are are, are going to continue to serve us well. Uh, I, I don't think anybody's got it licked in terms of what's the actual, you know, what. What do we need to learn to get better, to better prepare these guys for when it matters most? Um, you just have to be open to things, and, and I think the relationships matter more this time of the year than they matter at any other point in the season. Really? You need the transparency, right? It's it's necessary. You need to know that, you know, where guys stand and where they stand physically. And, and if, if the relationships are strong, you know, then this kind of has a cascading effect where it's just like everybody's just letting you know where they are or what they need you know unfortunately when you know we can get to a position where you know we can line them up to know that they're actually full strength on game one of the, of the postseason um, I, I think it puts everybody in a, in a position of just feeling confident and 10 foot tall and, and, and those are always the goals for yeah because listen I mean you win as many games as you don't have you have the talent That's I mean, right. you have the talent so I, I was going to ask this, which is more important, the talent or mentality. I think that at this point, it's almost probably mentality yeah. because, like, all these teams who have gotten there probably have enough talent to, to get where you want to go. That's right. So, yeah, I, I, the mentality, the, you know, the it, it, the fortitude, the, the understanding what's in front of you and, 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 and facing it head on, that's, that's all part of the competitive nature, you know. Um, you know that these guys, along just with themselves, will cultivate. Yeah. You know, but you know they've been waiting for the last few weeks too. Like I know. just to play meaningful games down the stretch, right? I mean, they understand there's management leading up to that point, but when it's time to go, it's time to go. And and this group is certainly prepared. For that. Do you, as a, as I love the scouting report stuff. I love it, like because there's always something that comes up. Sure. Like oh, like we noticed this. You know, Matt Holiday got picked off because we saw this or whatever. Sure. When does that? Do you? I know that you don't definitively know who you're going to play, right? But have you started sort of looking into it a little bit from your perspective? How does that happen? Or is that at right now? Well, it, 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 as you pointed out, I mean, it looks like there's a good chance it'll be Toronto. Um, the next couple of days could change that with Houston winning and Toronto losing. But at the end of the day. You want to be sure that you're getting out in front of it as much as you can, without chasing your tail too much. So it's a little <laughs> yeah, bit, it's, right? Yeah. It's a little bit of wanna, a balance. You don't want to crumple up the stuff and throw That's it in right. the trash. That's right, and, and you, know, you don't want to fill your mind with a bunch of unnecessary stuff too. So um, I think once we figure out who that is, um, that the time will be allocated properly. You know, to, to to start diving into a lot of those things prior to prepping these guys for that advanced meeting, but. Um, I'm fortunate enough to work for a really intelligent organization that, that, that's going to feed us with a lot of valuable information. And it's just a matter of taking that information and, and distilling it down so that it's uh, it's easy to understand and, and, and easier to put in action. The last question is, you know, I'm going to ask you how you feel. And I know that, like, I feel great. Like, but, I mean, you've been through this now. You know, like, when you feel good and when you kind of feel good, when you really feel good. Yep. And you've also had, listen, you, you lost your best, the best starter in the American League. Yep. 
and you, you've, your bullpen has evolved, but you've come out of a lot of that, it seems like, from afar, and it seems like you've sort of landed in a good place. So I don't, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm answering the question for you, but how do you feel compared to like other runs that you went on? Just as good. Yeah. yeah we, we have the personnel to make this run. Like what we did in 2020 with a younger group, even the odd circumstances, given that it was the pandemic short the season, um, these guys are all that and then some in terms of being able to put a run like that together, suppress runs at a historic level, and, 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 and make a deep run in October. All right, despite what Manny says, it is a big deal. So, yes. so yeah. it's, it is, it's a big deal, and, a, and these guys all recognize that, and I'm, I'm looking forward to watching them do that. Um, so having gone through the postseason, it's a lot of newbies, right? <laughs> um, the last year was your first time, right? Yep. Okay. So, so it's a great perspective. So what is the thing that you didn't know that when you got into it, you didn't know? Um, that's a great question, honestly. I think it's just more so like the crowd and just the energy and environment that you that you're in um, some places are hostile some places are just pure old school class it's it's crazy how much like different stadiums and teams differentiate but um, it, it was a lot of fun and uh, I think we're all just looking forward to kind of that buzz around the playoffs and feel the energy from the crowds it's it's one of these things so I just was in LA I was talking to Colton Wong Colton Wong gets picked off as a 22 year old to end the World Series game the next year comes back and hits these home runs it's like it's such a like the defining stuff which I mean when you're going into the first time I don't know if that's if that's in your mind because you had to define like you were awesome in the World Series I mean you, you're a great World Series pitcher you know it's a great start so I don't know if that's enters your mind when you go into it if it's an not an added pressure but something in your mind um, not entirely I think honestly if you treat it like any other game it's just a game of baseball and I think um, we were so good last year because we didn't put any added pressure on, on our team with the Phillies um, we kind of just went into there expecting to win and taking the crowd out of it and just obviously using it to our, our advantage in Philly but um, just being able to go out there and trust each other play with each other and just go out and try and win a baseball game and keep it as simple as possible and you know all of a sudden cool things started happening <laughs> cool things did happen that's another thing though the vibe that you had going in right we tried to try to capture that Justin Turner said the Dodgers 111 wins they're like well in hindsight we probably should have played for something oh, yeah. before but you guys felt great going in, right? Oh, absolutely. Our, our goal in the last series of the year was just to squeak in the back door, you know, just give us a chance because we knew if we got in, we were going to play good baseball and, and um, you know, start playing as hard as we could. And um, Obviously, we kind of just clicked there in the postseason. Um, you know, it felt like we got closer as a team. We started playing a lot better baseball. Um, it's just, you know, sometimes magical runs like that happen, you know. It's not apples to apples, but... You guys have been playing for something here, right? Do you get that same vibe? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah do you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've won so many games this year. Um, just the way that this team wins and consistently gets put on their on their back when we get back up and, and just continue to go out there. And it doesn't matter really who we call up or, or whatever. They fit right into our team um, with the chemistry that we have here. So it's exactly kind of a culture that you need for October baseball. And adversity is a thing, man. Like, adversity is, like, to, to come through adverse, I think, in a post season it, it means something 
when you get there, right? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, you know, having, having to pitch through hard moments throughout the year is going to prepare you for, obviously, the playoffs. I gave up a three-run homer to Matt Olson in the AL, or the NL uh, DS last year, and that kind of, like, taught me, you know, moving forward and just how to kind of go about the situation in the playoffs, and it helped me in the World Series, and, you know, you consistently, this game is a, a game of failure, so it's consistently being pushed up against the wall, but it's the guys who get back up and continue to persevere the, you know, Man. the longest. And, you had the Colt Wong thing within a couple of weeks or a week, but I mean, but, but it's, so I have to ask, so like, what was the lesson you learned? Like you said, okay, you know, I learned from that and then I went on and, and did really well in the world. So, so what was the thing? Yeah, just not making the moment bigger than it is. Um, I think it's really easy to get mental with it or let the situation build up and all of a sudden you're, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the mound and this is the playoffs and everybody's watching. But once you dummy it down, it's just a game of baseball. We've been playing since we were four years old. Um, so there's really no added pressure or added anxiety or anything. You just go out and try and do your job and see what happens. The last thing is, is you know, I've in, in postseasons I've had this, and not maybe this isn't the case a lot now as it used to be, but starting pitchers who have just like get on my back, guys, right? Mm-hmm. They just get in unbelievable roles, and I could rattle them off, you know, Bumgarner, Beckett, Lester, you know, whoever it is. And you're gonna have that opportunity. I mean, I don't imagine, and you saw a little bit of it last year. As a pitcher, that must the idea of that must be so awesome. I mean, I'm yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's ex- extremely exciting oh, yeah. to be able to put ourselves in a position to play in October is awesome. Um, it's going to be fun to go around and be able to start the game as opposed to being in the bullpen. Yeah. But we're looking forward to. We're ready to have some fun. Are you? Uh, so it's a, what's the excitement level for you? Like you said, now compared to last year, because like you said, you're in a different spot. Did a completely different spot. I don't even know if I can relate the two last. Year I didn't get. I was injured for three months and I didn't get back till the end of September. And all of a sudden I go out there and save the game the last series to get my first career save and we go to the playoffs. I clinched the same day and I saved the wild card game. Um, so it's a little different, right? Because I was a reliever last year. Um, I think I'll have more time to prepare, obviously, for this yeah. this time. Just go around because I was just blindsided by everything last year, <laughs> which might not have been a bad. I don't know. No, no, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just. I was so thankful I was able to come back and pitch. That was the biggest thing. But um, I don't know. It's hard to hard to relate those. I'm really excited. We have an awesome team, great chemistry, and we're looking forward to playing baseball. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Absolutely. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.